This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and glad in it. We thank God for you, 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 and you for tuning into Faith Talk Podcast. I am your host, Evangelist Lolita Jones. Oh, do we have a word for you tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank God for this mighty man of valor. You know that we're still on our 30-day consecration. We have just entered into our fifth week, and God has blessed us to have for tonight that right reverend, yes, Lord, that preaching machine, the man that loves to encourage you, the man that loves to dance before the Lord, that he's a worshiper, he's a praiser, and worshiper. Yes, Lord, he loved the Lord with all of his heart. I'm not talking about nobody but that mighty man of valor, Elder Gregory McDowell from Richmond, Virginia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get your Bibles out. Get your notepads. Get your pencil. Get your pen if you have to. Get ready to get a word from the living God. Get ready to be encouraged. Get ready, get ready, get ready for your miracle. God bless you, and good evening to you, Evangelist Jones, elect Lady Jones, should I say, and to each and every one of you, my brothers and sisters who are joining us on this evening. It is indeed a pleasure to be with you on this evening. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice and continue to be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. And even though we may not be in a physical house, in this meeting, we consider ourselves in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the Most High God. Amen. And we just thank and praise God for this opportunity to come and to be with you on this evening. We do thank and praise God for our for the leadership uh, of Virginia Fourth Jurisdiction, for our jurisdictional prelate, Bishop G. Wesley Hardy, to Mother Hardy, to Dr. Sherry Johnson, and again to Elect Lady Jones for extending the invitation to us to be here on tonight. And to each and every one of you in your respective places, I also tonight would like to honor my pastor, Pastor J. Kyle Nicholson of the Gates of Faith Ministries, my First Lady, Lady Keisha Nicholson, and to our jurisdictional president of evangelism, uh, President Thomas. Amen. We thank God for him. And last but certainly not least, I thank God tonight for my darling wife of 30 years, Sister Toria McDowell. Amen. We do thank God again for being here with you on tonight, and we'd ask that you would join us in a word of prayer before we go any further. Gracious God, our Father, we come before you on tonight as humbly as we know how. And God, as we gather before you tonight, Lord God, we just thank you, first of all, for all that you've already done in our lives, for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. We come tonight, Lord God, to reverence you as God. You are God. You are the Lord of our lives and the Savior of our souls. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you for being our Redeemer. Thank you, Lord God, for being our brother. Thank you right now for being the one who sticks closer than anyone. We thank you for being that one who has taken us through trials and tribulation, the one who gives us joy even in the midst of sorrow. We thank you right now because you have proven yourself time and time again to be a God that sits high and looks low, a God that hears and moves at the request of his children. Tonight, we give your name the praise. We give your name the glory. And we thank you for what you're going to do in our presence on tonight. Now, Lord God, we submit ourselves to you. We yield our will to you. And I ask you to use this vessel of clay to your glory. 
Speak through these lips, Lord. Guide my thoughts that we will be a blessing to your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Those of you that can, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be over in the book of Hebrews on tonight. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, we'll be revisiting a very familiar passage of Scripture. And I just want to lift three verses to you on tonight. Again, we're in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, and we're going to lift three verses to you on tonight, and that is going to be verses 1 through 3. And the word of the Lord reads, and I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Amen. And we're going to go to the King James Version because even though I read that particular version, I'd like to also read the King James Version of this same particular passage of Scripture. So those of you that have your Bibles, again, let's look at the King James Version and that King James Version reads, and wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, I love that, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against him, lest ye be weary and faint in your mind. This evening, I just want to leave with you a very simple thought, and this is something the Lord has given me to share with the body of Christ in a time like this, and it is simply keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Very simple. Just like I said earlier, just a simple thought, but something that we as the body of Christ must endeavor to do now like never before. On this evening, we just want to take a look into a truth that echoes throughout the passages in the, in the Bible in which we read. Amen. The importance, and there's a topic in which we want to talk about on this evening, and it's very important that it is simply keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. In a world filled with distractions and uncertainties, praise God, our anchor is found in the unwavering, steadfast, constant, and clear gaze upon our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In 1922, there was a woman by the name of Helen Lamelle who wrote a song, and in, these, in this song she penned these words, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. My brothers and sisters, there are a lot of things in this world that are vying for our attention. There are a lot of things that are trying to pull us away or break, rather, our focus on Jesus Christ. And we must be 
vigilant. We must be vigilant about keeping our eyes on Jesus, remembering every promise that he has spoken to us and focusing on what he is, who he is, and his ability to deliver and set free no matter what the circumstance or situation may be. We as born-again believers, praise God, must get to a place where we understand now like never before it is critical, it is ever so crucial that we keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Come here, Peter. Let's talk to you for a few minutes. Y'all remember the story of Peter when he went to go out of the boat to meet Jesus while he was walking on the water. The entire time that Peter was walking on the water going to Jesus, he was doing fine as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus. Uh, I wish I could hear somebody say, keep your eyes on Jesus. And I know you're on mute, but I know you're saying it right now. It is important that we remember that no matter the storm, no matter the time, no matter the place, no matter the situation, no matter what our eyes see, no matter what our ears hear, we must keep our eyes focused on Jesus. My God, I can't say it enough. We as Holy Ghost-filled believers must make sure that we don't lose sight of our Savior in the midst of the storm. Y'all have heard the song. Some of you probably even sing it. There's a storm out on the ocean, and it's moving this old way. Praise God, that storm is getting closer and closer every day. But I promise you that if we keep our eyes on Jesus, we'll be able to weather the storm. If we keep our eyes on Jesus, we can see the sunshine on the dark side or on the other side of the dark clouds. So we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. We as believers, we as those who have called ourselves sanctified and set aside, we're not here for form or fashion. We're not here to gain any kind of fame, praise God, but we're here to bring glory and honor to the God of our salvation. We're here that he may look upon us and say, that is my child. I can use him whenever I need to. I can use her whenever I need to. And she or him will will not stand and try to get the glory themselves, but they'll give all the glory and the honor to me. We as believers, my God, we must focus and we must follow the instructions that has been given to us, praise God, through the word of God. We must follow the example, just as Paul just finished, just finished mentioning, rather, in the passage of Scripture that we just talked about. Wherefore, Seeing we are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. I want to stop right there because a lot of times we think, you well, you know, it's not a sin. Even though it may not be a sin, it could be a weight. It could be something that will slow you down in this race. It could be something that will hinder you from getting all that God has purposed for you in this lifetime. So you got to lay aside even those things that are weights to you. How do I know it's a weight, preacher? Well, I promise you this. If you have the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you, the Holy Ghost will nudge you. The Holy Ghost will persuade you, put it down. The Holy Ghost will tell you, don't watch that. The Holy Ghost of heaven will tell you, don't listen to that, because it may not be a sin, but it's a weight that will cause you to fall. 
sin is something, praise God, that we all know. We know what our sins are. We know the sins that Christ has shown us, the things that he has delivered us from. We don't need to go back to these things. But instead, we need to continue to look to Jesus and ask him to help us to maintain the freedom that he has given us. Because they whom the Son set free. They are free indeed. My brothers and my sisters, listen, we are being encouraged through the word of God that we cannot allow these things to easily beset us, to easily cause us to fall. Praise God. You've got to be ever so vigilant in your spiritual walk with God. You've got to be ever so vigilant to make sure, God, I'm lining my life up the best I can with your word because I don't want any to hinder me. I don't want anything, praise God, to slow my stride. I don't even want to be a hindrance to anyone else, nor do I want to block anyone else. So what I'm going to do, God, is I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm going to keep looking to you, even though I see the troubles that is in this world, even though I hear the things that are going on around me. I still have to trust you. I still will look to you. I will lift mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Listen, what do you know about him? Well, I know he made heaven and earth. And if he made heaven and earth, surely he is able to take care of me. If he made heaven and earth, surely he is able to make a way for me. So therefore, I will not be distracted by the things that are going on around me. I will not be distracted by the things that are even happening to me. I am going to keep my eyes on Jesus because he's the author and the finisher of my faith. Tonight, my brothers and sisters, I didn't come to shout you. I haven't come to just excite you. I haven't come to, praise God, deliver you an emotional message. I've come to deliver you a warning. Don't let the things of this world distract you. Don't let the circumstances and situations that we see on the news, that we read about in the newspaper, that we see on these apps that are on our phone, don't let TikTok take you away from Jesus. Don't let your Facebook, praise God, cause you to fall, but instead keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep focused on him. Keep your ear tuned to his voice that you will hear him when he speaks, that you will hear him and hear him clearly as he is speaking in such a day and time like this. Let's get back into the scripture here real quick. When we think about a run. Praise God, athletes who both professional runners, praise God, they never look back. But if you see them running, praise God, they always have their heads held high and they're looking straight ahead. We must, as children of God, remember we can't look back when we're running this race. Praise God, I understand sometimes you got to, you, you know, we sing that song, Roll Back the Curtains of Memories Now and Then, Show Me Where You Bought Me From and Where I Could Have Been. You've got to be careful though, when it comes to looking back. You've got to be careful when it comes to looking behind you. You've got to focus on Jesus. You've got to focus on the 
finish line. This is my goal. My goal is to see Jesus. My goal is to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. My goal, praise God, is not only for me to get to heaven, but my goal is to take as many with me as I can as I'm going along this way. I've got to keep my eyes on Jesus. Saints of the living God, I know that there, as I said earlier, are many distractions out there. I know that there are questions that you have when you look at certain things that you see on TV or you hear about certain things in your own circle, and you're wondering, God, why are you permitting this to happen? Can I, can I encourage you right there? Praise God. Listen, there are some things that we will never understand while we're down here on this earth. There are some things that we will never know. God, why did you do it? Why did you allow that to happen? But we have got to trust God with our whole heart. Even though you don't understand, God, I'm still going to trust you. Even though you don't know what he's doing, God, I'm still going to trust you. Can I grab an example for you? Job, the Bible tells us, was a man, praise God, who was an awesome guy. He was seeking the face of God. He, he did right before the Lord, praise God, but God allowed trouble to come in Job's camp. And when trouble came, Job still kept his hand in God's hand when his friends came and said, man, what did you do? Job knew I hadn't done anything, so he kept trusting in the Lord. His wife came, told him to curse God and die. But Job said, no, woman, you sound foolish. He said, I'm not going to do it. Job was consistent in his walk with God. He was consistent in his life with God. And at the end of it, God blessed Job and gave Job double what he had. Praise God. God blessed him. Listen, I want to say this to somebody here tonight. You're looking at some things that are going on around you, and again, you're wondering, Lord, why? Why are you permitting these things to happen? Lord, why are you allowing this to take place? Lord, why do I have to go through this? Lord, why do I? Listen, I don't know why. I don't know why God allows certain things to happen. My God, I'm trying to keep myself together here. I don't know why he permits certain things to happen to those of us who are walking upright the best we can, those of us who are praying as best as we can. Praise God. I don't know why. All I know is the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them from them all. I don't know why you've got to go through what you may be going through. I don't know why, but I do know this. You've got to endure. You've got to stand strong. You've got to hold fast and believe that God will deliver. And in the midst of your storm, keep your eyes on Jesus. Because if you can't keep your eyes on Jesus, you won't be able to get beyond the storm. If you keep your eyes on Jesus, you can see your way out. If you keep your eyes on Jesus, even though you're going through right now, my God shall supply all of my need. Hallelujah according to his riches and glory. Saints of the living God, it is my assignment on tonight to encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus. It is my assignment tonight to encourage you to forget about what you see man doing. Forget about what you hear man saying. Don't let that distract you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Fix your gaze on him. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. I don't know, saints of the living God, how much longer we have down here on this earth. I don't know how much time we have before that trumpet sounds and we're called away. But when that time comes, we can't be found getting ready, but we've got to already be ready. So this is what I say to you on tonight. Keep running this race. Keep your mind stayed on Jesus. How do I keep my mind stayed on Jesus? Well, I'm glad you asked. One way is you stay in the word of God. Read the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Another thing you do is you continue to pray. You continue to ask the Lord, Lord, what can I do for you today? Lord, where do you want me to go today? You pray his will be done right here on earth. And another way that you can make sure that you're going to be ready, another way that you can make sure you're going to stay in the will of God, praise God, is that you crucify this flesh. Crucify this flesh. Let the devil in hell know this flesh will not rule me, but I am in a spiritual place. God, you speak through me. You speak to this spirit man, and you use this spirit man to your glory. God has need of us. And in order for him to truly use us, we cannot sell out to the devil. We cannot sell out to his tactics. We cannot bow down to the foolishness that he presents to us. We must maintain a standard of holiness. We must keep our eyes on Jesus. My brothers and sisters, I remember when I was in ROTC, and uh, my my commanding officer, we went to the range one day, and we were at the range firing at these targets and everything, and this was my first time really handling a rifle of this sort. And he came to me, and he said, McDowell, he said, I'm going to train you, son. He said, keep the pumpkin on the post. And I started asking him, what do you mean keep the pumpkin on the post? He said, well, look at your target as a pumpkin. And at the end of your rifle, there's something we call a sight. He said, you take your target and sit it on the top of that sight, and you will hit it every time. And I started doing what he said, and he told me, he said, you aim at your target, put the pumpkin on the post, and you slowly squeeze the trigger, and you will hit your target every time. Now, he said, on this rifle range, on this shooting range. There are going to be other people all around you firing their guns. There are going to be other people all around you making all kinds of noises and moving. In other words, there are going to be all kinds of distractions. But you've got to keep your eyes on your target. You've got to keep watching your target. I say to those of you that are listening to me on tonight, there's going to be all kinds of distractions around you but you got to keep the pumpkin on the post. In other words, keep Jesus on target. Keep your mind stayed on him. Keep your eyes locked on him and know that he's going to deliver. Know that he's going to bring you through. Know that there is no circumstance or situation that he cannot change to the glory of God the Father. My brothers and my sisters, tonight, again, I encourage you. I encourage you to not be caught up in the distractions of this world. I encourage you. Life will sometimes throw you some curveballs. 
Life itself can be a distraction, but you got to keep your eyes on Jesus no matter what. And make sure that you let everybody around you know it's for God I live and for God I'm going to die. I will not sell out. I will not bow down. But I'm going to stand firm, and I'm going to run the race that has been set before me. Your race may not look like my race, but you still got a race to run. My race may not look like yours, but you've got a race to run. Run your race and don't look back. Run your race and don't give up. The finish line is just ahead, and you can make it. The finish line is just ahead, and you want to hear the Lord say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I don't know, my God, my God, how much longer you're going to have to endure. Maybe some of you are going through some things in your life right now. I don't know how long you're going to have to endure that thing. I don't know how long you're going to have to put up with it. I've got some situations in my life right now that I'm dealing with. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to have to deal with them. But I know one thing. I got to keep my eyes on Jesus because he's the author and the finisher of my faith. Tonight, my brothers and my sisters, if you don't remember nothing that this man has said to you, remember this. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your hands in his hands and don't let go. Whatever you do, don't let go. No matter what others do, they'll have to stand before God on their own. But you do what you know is right. I don't care how many people are doing the wrong thing. If God has convicted you and told you, don't you do it, my brother, my sister, don't you do it. If you have to stand by yourself, be willing to do so for the sake of the gospel. God is looking for some folk that have not sold out. He's looking for some folk that have not left the standard of holiness. He's looking for people who can endure, people that will persevere, and those, those, rather, who will encourage one another. That's you tonight. That's you tonight. You know what he's brought you through. You know where he's brought you from. Don't turn your back on him now. Don't give up on him now. Don't take your eyes off of him now. But run this race, my brothers and my sisters. Run this race with patience. Run this race until you can't run no more. But while you're doing it, look to Jesus because he will deliver. Look to Jesus because he's able to bring you out. Look to Jesus because he's able to make ways out of no ways. Look to Jesus, hallelujah, because he is, my God, looking out for you. You're his child, and he cares for you. Don't you ever forget that. Keep looking to Jesus.
I promise you, it'll pay off in the end. May the Lord bless you. I pray each of you stay encouraged and stay on the wall. God bless you, Lady Jones. Did you enjoy that word from the Lord? I told you he was going to encourage you because he loves to encourage the saints by keeping that fire burning. Hallelujah. That everlasting fire burning for the Lord God Almighty. We thank God for you, 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 and you that have joined us right here on Faith Talk. I ask you to join us tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for our prayer. Yes, yes, yes. We have a prayer captain coming uh, to, 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 to lead us before the throne of God, praying for revival in all of our churches, praying for revival throughout this earth yes to revive the saints to go and preach and teach the gospel of jesus christ to go and win souls at any cost right for the kingdom of god and we thank god that he's going to send a mighty revival so i ask you to join us tomorrow morning at 6 a.m our prayer captain tomorrow morning is the evangelist lisa john herself a mighty prayer warrior so come on and join us tomorrow morning and then tomorrow evening at 6 p.m we have that mighty man of valor. Yes, you heard him twice already, but he's coming back for a third dose. One for the Father, one for the Son, one for God, Holy Spirit. That's none other than Pastor Sylvester Battle Jr. Yes, that fireball. He's that firecracker. He know how to light, to ignite the fire in your soul to make you want to praise God. Hallelujah. Come on and join us, join us, join us. We thank God for you. And until tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., Continue to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. God bless you.